There are a few things that I've learned today. One of them, Fanny, doesn't mean the same in every culture and every language. And I don't know if we ever will fully accept or if we are ever fully intended to accept this illness. Now follow me here. Now I'm currently in the sauna because I am trying to be a good little girl today. And it's miserable trying so hard to only do my exercises. And to be quite honest with you, they are knocking me to the dirt. They are isometric exercises, but they are taxing my body. I can feel, I don't know, and I'm going to find out for sure when I see Cindy Hartman tomorrow, but it feels like I am getting pain in places that I haven't had it in a while because my diaphragm is now working fully and it's struggling. And when I'm doing these exercises, I can feel the buildup in my abdomen and it's like little bubbles popping, but it's, it's like my body is building from within. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm telling myself. And come hell or high water, I am getting those exercises. I am somehow going to get this manual so I can share these exercises because they're so vitally important. But they require patience and acceptance of change. Two things that I do not do very well. Now, I'm in the sauna because every single part of my body hurts. It just hurts. And this morning, you know, I got up, I was doing my exercises. I didn't really sleep. I have nights and I don't know. It's like the pain isn't taking me down. It's like the lack of pain and my mind is going, but I can't sleep. It's like I'm wired to just keep going because my body once you've, you know, been able to lie down for a while and take the pressure off of your body, at least for me at times, sometimes the pain will ease up. That's why it's that countdown before you get up out of bed in the morning because you're like, oh man, it's going to come back. Now, right now, I feel like somebody's stabbing me in my left butt cheek and I'm, I haven't been doing much anything except my exercises and I feel like my right side it's just weird. My body doesn't feel like my body because it's working properly. And isn't that the dumbest thing you think you'd ever hear out of my mouth? No, I'm sure there's plenty more dumb things to follow. But, I mean, that doesn't make sense. But it does. Our bodies have been working improperly for so long that when they start working properly... We second-guess ourselves, and our body sure as heck isn't going along for the ride. And this morning, my husband was coming to tell me goodbye, and I want so badly to be his sugar mama. I want so badly to be able to take care of him the way he has taken care of me. And all I can do is talk. So <laughs> I so hope that somehow, some way, I can monetize and I can help others but I could take care of him because it's a lot of pressure on him and he has a difficult job. He's a field inspector and he goes and gets on roofs and stuff. He doesn't roof anymore. He could, but he doesn't, but it's still taxing on his body. 
And I looked at him this morning as he's getting ready to leave the house, knowing full well that he's not going to be home until probably 8 o'clock tonight. So he told me goodbye as I was lying in the bed, putting myself on heat, because those few little exercises started tearing me apart. And the thing is, I need to be able to be up to get our son from school, to feed our son, to get him to work, and things because my husband isn't going to be home. And I need to prepare my body. So I've done my exercises, and I said, you know what? I bought that little sauna. I got it for like $100 with a firm on Amazon. It was, it's just the neatest little niftiest little thing. I sit in it, and you got a little chair, and you've got something for your feet, because it's supposed to be able to get deep heat. It's supposed to be able to get deep into your body and help you. I am trying like crazy to get myself better, because I just can't handle too many more days of my husband being so kind and coming and telling me goodbye and kissing me goodbye while I'm in the bed and he goes off to work. Somebody had posted today something about how do you accept and, 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 and adapt to this change. And of course, you know, I'm, you know, take care of your symptoms and I can dish it, but I don't take it. It is hard to accept change and we need to forever be learning. And what was it? Was it Albert Einstein? I think that said, if you stop learning, you start dying or something like that. And then I'm worried, you know, can I, can I do something with this podcast? Can I do something and come up with an exercise program that we all can do that's not on the internet because it's in a manual and I can't get it from Cindy Hartman to help make us better. I've got to try to succeed and not be a, be afraid to fail. And what was that Winston Churchill, I think? What, but this doesn't really apply, but he has something like success is not final, failure is not fatal, it's the courage to continue that counts, or something like that. Yeah, I, I used to do a lot of quotes back in the radio days, so I, I, I try to think of them every now and then to see how they pertain to the conversation that I'm having with you at the moment. Try to work it in. But trying to accept change, trying to grow, trying to have success when you have a debilitating illness... That, oh, by the way, the Virginia governor has made this a proclamation, you know, the month of May. And I read everything about the illness that he put in. Everything that I already knew, but it still hits hard <laughs> when you read it. There is no cure. La, la, la. But we can manage how we live better. We can do that. And, and that's kind of where I am, is trying to accept. Because I just don't think you ever fully accept, and I don't think we should. We need to accept that there is no cure. We need to accept that we have good days and bad days, and we need to accept on the days that are good, we shouldn't try to make ourselves hurt just to make sure that we're not gaslighting ourselves. Isn't that gaslighting? We don't, we don't need to do that. So I'm trying to think of a way to stay positive and be able to accept change. And it's like Ella, our cat. Now remember I told you we had to take her to the vet. Couldn't get her in the kennel at all. It was not going to happen. So Dr. Brown goes ahead and medicates her. 
So I give her her medication and she goes and falls asleep in the kennel to be woken up as I'm zipping her up. Easiest thing I've ever had to do. It pained me though when she started crying, but I felt bad for, for pranking her like that, but I had to get her to the vet. We've brought her home and now she won't get out of the kennel. The only time she's out of the kennel is she's up to eat. And then she goes right back down into it. And I can't get it up in the attic because I don't have the strength to pull the attic door down. So she just keeps sleeping in that kennel. Can't get her out. It's changed. For some reason, she's she's there. And this is the, the she's 17 pounds. Bless her heart, my little cat. She's 17 pounds. And Emma looks like her daughter. But she's 17 pounds and her body just can't handle the weight. Her legs are a little bit too small and her tail's very short. Not that that has anything to do with it, but her body proportions don't match her weight. And when she sits down, she looks like the turkey for Thanksgiving that I'm going to cook. She's just a big wad of cat and I love it. And they want to do a diet. It's not going to happen. She's almost seven years old. She is set in her ways and that is the way she is going to be. And all I can do is just keep feeding her and making her happy. I can't change her anymore. She's already on Prozac. She has a litter box issue. And so she doesn't like change and neither do I. And having to get up and do these exercises, but realizing that I can't do normal everyday things is frustrating and knowing that my husband is off to work while I'm lying in the bed just hurts my heart but we have to keep learning about this illness and we have to keep educating ourselves because for one had I started working on my fascia when the truck ran over my foot in 89 and when I had the battle with the canoe in 89 and the table my nerves wouldn't have been affected. I wouldn't have gotten so bad. Had I known about this after I gave birth, I'd be in a much better position than I am right now. So the best things we can do is educate and learn as much as we can and quit gaslighting ourselves and quit, and I don't even like that term really, but quit, you know, and the imposter syndrome and all of that, because I still question every single day, do I really have this illness as I'm collapsing? This morning, when my husband was, was leaving, I was really too embarrassed. But like I said, when he comes by, like he's like, are you practicing being a mummy? What are you doing? I was just lying on the couch and I was doing the pelvic exercises where you push your, you know, you, you're trying to lengthen your QL muscle by pushing down and then lifting the one hip up and then rotating. And they're just so minimal of movements. It looks like you're doing nothing. And so that's embarrassing in itself. You know, oh, hold on, my husband. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm necessary. I'm needed at the moment. All right, here we go. I love this. He contacts me every now and then for traffic updates. And I have this app where I can go and I can look and I can see what's going on, going on around town. Now, if you are in the Hampton Roads area, might I advise staying clear of the tunnel because there are a lot of issues going on at the tunnel right now. And uh, let's see. Okay, so there is a disabled vehicle westbound. All right, all right, so there we go. Incident eastbound. Whoops, 
two eastbound lanes closed. Let's see. There we go. Bridge tunnel stoppage westbound. All right. I'm going to tell him. Hold on. Well, this is exciting. I'm needed. He needs me. Oh, goodness. Okay. Let's see. Stopped westbound. I said, I'm going to type in stopped westbound. Two lanes closed. Two lanes closed in Chesapeake. Boom. There we go. And then I said, love ya. There we go. See? Now that just made me feel vitally important. My husband needed to know what the traffic looked like because he's driving everywhere. So I, I felt needed. Man, that was a rush. I just got excited. <laughs> Yay, me. I got to do something to help my husband. And I feel so guilty because he's out there working. And today's message is kind of, it's like an after-school special. Today is just kind of, I'm here to tell you that I'm trying to figure it out. And hopefully you can help me and we can help each other on how we need to prioritize our getting better. Prioritize the symptoms that we have and, and taking care of those so we can get better. Not feeling guilty if you have to go in and get a therapeutic massage. Not feeling guilty if you have to sit in a sauna for an hour. Not feeling guilty because you have to lie down three quarters of the day and to, you know, in order to be able to get up and function for a quarter of it. Today is all about releasing the guilt, accepting change, except for Ella. Ella is not accepting change. She's not going to go on a diet. It's not going to happen. But we, together, a conglomerate of us, together, is that redundant? We are going to make changes and move forward and accept. That's what we're going to do. Now, I've done my AZA, my AWOL Zebra Agenda, my three activities. I took care of some phone calls. I took care of some paperwork. I still got a lot more to do. Still have a lot more to do. And I'm disappointed that I haven't done more. But that's okay. Because I got my three things done. I'm adding a little bit more to it. I am working on my body by sitting in the sauna, by trying to get deep down where it hurts by using the sauna, something I do not like to do. You just drip sweat. And I didn't sweat before because my lymphatic system wasn't working. So yay me. <laughs> now I sweat. But I'm trying to accept. No, I can't work. But I can run my mouth. And maybe somebody will say, hey, we could use you for commercials. I have been on several commercials. And sometimes, like the other day, I think I might have told you this, but the other day we were on hold somewhere. My voice popped in on a on hold message. Because when you do voiceovers, you don't know where they're going to be played. And I had to call back because I said, was that really me? And so we had to check. But that's kind of fun. And I do that. So I am available for voiceover work. If anybody's out there, I do. I can change my voice a little bit. But not really. I'm just me. That's why, you know. I didn't get very far. <laughs> I just realized that. I've just been me my whole life, and now I realize why I didn't get very far. Oh, Lord, how mercy. But, yeah, as I sit here dripping sweat, 
feeling just orgasmic because my husband needed me for traffic updates. It's sad that that made me feel so useful, but you know what? I'll take every little bit that I can get. Now these exercises, they are, they are definitely wearing me down, but I need to keep doing them. I am trying to do everything that Cindy Hartman does for me twice as much. So when I leave her, I work on the same muscles she's worked on. And then the days that I don't have her, I try to do it two or three times a day because I have got to get better. I, 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 I want to join the ranks of, of those of you that are able to get up and go out and live life. You know, all I do is I get up and go to appointments and I'm able to, you know, get my son to and from school if my husband is not there or not here. <laughs> but I want to be able to contribute more. I want to be able to help other people. I want other people to not sit there and suffer. I want to be able to get up and that's where the whole mindset comes into play. I am now, when like just now I realized I was leaning a bit to the right, here you go, I am going to correct myself. I'm no longer allowing my mind to think that I'm crooked. I am grateful that I can now feel that I'm a little bit out and leaning the other way, so ooh, I need to correct it. I am trying all of those things that I have always poo-pooed all my life, that all mind over matter stuff, because I firmly now kind of believe it does make a difference. How you treat this illness mentally for yourself makes a difference. If you are constantly, and remember, who am I to tell you anything? This is all from the patient's perspective, and this is all just what I'm thinking. But I'm thinking and hoping that maybe you know what I'm talking about, and you've been there too. We're too damn hard on ourselves. You know what? I need pain medication. I don't crave it. My body doesn't jones for it. I know what it's like to go withdrawals from medication. My body isn't doing that. I get pain. And it's truly unbearable pain. And I need to take the pain medication. I don't gollywop it down. I don't take loads of it. I take what I'm allowed to. And then sometimes I just, I, I just take the one just because it takes the edge off a little bit and allows me time with my family. So you know what? I'm not worrying about it. I need pain medication. Dr. Jones, I, I almost started Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. So he did discuss medical marijuana with me because he said, Christy, with the breast cancer, you can't go on this medication and the steroids and the hormones. He said, you just can't, there's just so many different side effects with the medications that we could give you to help increase your appetite. I'm okay with you doing medicinal marijuana. And I'm like, well, okay, we'll see. But I can't, I can't smoke, I can't vape, I lose my voice. Today, for whatever reason, when my husband left, 
my connection was gone. And I had to break out my speech therapy exercises where I had to breathe in. No one, take a deep breath and breathe in. No one knows. And then breathe in. No one knows me. I'm hooked on that one. Hopefully that'll change one day. But I have to sit there and do these little bitty sentences, these little paraphrases, just, you know, are you, are you doing? Are you doing your homework? Something that I say quite frequently. But I had to retrain my breathing for speech this morning. It's never ending with this illness. It doesn't matter how far you are into this, you know, you grapple with something different every single day. So it's time to just ride that flag on high and just accept to a point. But don't get depressed and don't get all down and out and don't think it's the end of the world. Maybe you've got a dusty countertop. That's okay. Are you in less pain today? Maybe the clothes aren't done. That's okay. Can your family help you when you get home? Or maybe you just do one piece of clothes at a time. That's what I'm getting ready to do. When the dryer goes off, I am going to take out one item at a time because I know I can't carry the basket. But I'll get them done or I'll wait till my son gets home. But either way, I'm not going to be a fool and do stuff I'm not supposed to do because I cannot allow myself to be set back anymore because of my own doing. I'm going to start making plans to do things. And I feel like these three times a week physical therapy appointments are hopefully, you know, they're just temporary until my body can get more trained. But I want to be, you know, able to get up and go out and join the workforce or get up and go out and, and join a party. Get up and go out and shop. Things like that, I can't do without paying for it. So I want to figure out how to get my longevity up there a little bit more. And I think that is by doing these exercises and by taking them seriously. And not doing them, even though it feels like, wow, you only did four? Do four more. No, there's a reason why we need to stay within our scope of abilities. We can't go at this full force because that will tighten up our muscles and mess us up. So everything has to be done methodically. Isometric exercises, all of that, that needs to be done being sensible. Hey, Ella, you got up. Well, hi, it's good to see you. She saunters in. Hi there, beautiful. So, uh, yes, nice to see you. Nice to see you. Yes, ma'am. So, yes, you want to talk? You're here. You can, you can, yeah, I'm in the heater. That's right. You can get in after me. She does love the sauna afterwards. She's a, yeah, you are. She, she's just a, 
she's a spa kitty. That's what I call her. She, she likes, she's a spa kitty. But that's it. That's the message for today. Don't be so hard on yourself. Don't accept and quit, but accept and try to progress. Don't stop learning about this illness. Don't stop trying to figure out what you can do to make yourself better. It might not be working on your fascia. It might not be postural respiration exercises. You might get better with Pilates. You might get better with water therapy. That's my next thing is water therapy, but I need to baby steps here, baby steps. I'm just trying to ask you to do what you have the ability to do just in case you've gotten in a rut. And I kind of bring this up because of the messages and stuff that I've been getting from a few people lately. So I'm just trying to to give that add a boy, add a girl kind of you can do it kind of thing. If you're lying in bed right now and you don't think there's any hope, let's try to find something to give you hope about. Maybe they are uh, there are exercises that now, no matter how minimal you might think they may be, they might help you. Maybe you feel like all hope is lost and that you're never going to have a day where you can go to work for a full eight hours. You know, maybe not. But is that such a bad thing? If you can find something to help get you out of pain and make it financially still? I mean, there's just, I mean, I'm not trying to talk out of my my rear end and, and say things because I do, I live in fear. What if my husband can't work? I can't work. He works on roofs. It scares the daylights out of me. I, it's all beyond my control. This illness, the finances, everything just weighs me down. And then I try so hard to think that I can get better. And then sometimes thinking about all of the things that I need to do, remember blink, Forgot. I don't think I, I don't remember the last time I blinked, but I've got to blink. I've got to breathe. All of these things that somebody might be listening and going, oh, poor, woe is me, Christy. Really? I've got bigger fish to fry. That's nothing. But when you had involuntary things occur all of your life and you haven't had to think about it, then all of a sudden you have to think about breathing, standing upright, blinking, holding your neck properly, it does become a bit much. And keep a schedule, and pay the bills, and do those exercises that are supposed to make you better. It kind of gets me. So I'm thinking it might kind of get you too. But whatever it is, whatever program, do it for you and realize that it's okay. If we don't, we need to accept the illness, but we don't need to accept where it has positioned us at this very moment. You know, once you get that diagnosis, that's what I told one person. I said, you've got the diagnosis, man. That's half the battle right there. There are people that have gone years without a diagnosis. I myself, I went 15 years, but I didn't have the knowledge about HEDS. When I found out about HEDS, it was November 2021, 
and I was diagnosed December 2021. So there are individuals out there, and I feel for you, that have had to go out there and research all of this to pretty much put yourself in the category of having HEDS and then trying to find a doctor to validate your diagnosis. And you've been doing it for years. And I feel for you because I think it would drive me crazy. Now, I just went for 15 years having problems, but I didn't think I had anything. There wasn't anything that I, I didn't know anything about it, hypermobility, Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. I knew nothing about it. So I didn't get a chance to look at it and go, oh my gosh, I meet all the criteria of this and then have to battle doctors for 15 years to get them to see this is the illness that I had. I feel very grateful. Yes, I was down for months at a time. Yes, I lost my ability to walk and talk. Yes, you know, I had some problems. But I was up in the air and had no earthly idea what it was. I think it would be worse to not be diagnosed and to know that you've got this illness and you can't get anybody to validate that for you. I think that would just be so much worse. So I feel very grateful that I only had to do it for less than a month. Now, I was diagnosed after I suggested it to the doctor, but nonetheless, I was diagnosed. And I'm grateful for that. So if you've got the diagnosis and you know you've got heads, even if you don't have the diagnosis, but you know it's what you have, you know your body better than anybody else, Accept that you have the illness, but do not accept that it's got you in bed at the moment. Do not accept that it's taken your ability to talk away at the moment. Do not accept that it's not allowing you to use the bathroom at the moment. Do not accept. Try to make the change so that you can go to the bathroom, so that you can get up, so that you can have a better day, a less painful day. We're all back to taking control and taking charge of your own body and getting yourself to better health. Because on the weekends, the doctors are off doing whatever they want to do with their families. On holidays, they're going off on vacations. They're doing everything they want to do. And what are you doing? You're lying in bed. You're in pain. It's time we take charge and accept what we need to do to make change. And that's what I'm going to do today. I am trying, and I'll tell you, it's not easy. It truly is not easy to accept limitations. But it's okay. Because at least I have the opportunity to do that. I'm not in bed. I did lose my ability to talk a little bit today, but I was able to get it back. A couple years ago, I couldn't say my son's name. I couldn't get sentences out. Did I just mess that up? Sentences? Sentences? Yeah, I couldn't speak, much less like I am now, but now it's just my mental thing. Before, it was a physical. So that's all we're doing today. Trying to keep a positive, upbeat attitude. Do for yourself what nobody else is doing 
accept the illness, but don't accept the limitations and do all you can to set a goal and attain that goal. Because I know you can do it. And I put this out there because that means I have to do it. I am going to get, I'm going to get my hands on that manual. I'm going to figure it out somehow. And I'm going to help Ella lose weight. I don't know how yet, but I'll figure it out. And I'm going to do my exercises for today. And I hope you are having a minimal pain day. I hope you are having a wonderful day. And I appreciate all your messages and your kind words. Please follow us on Spotify. That's what I'm supposed to say. And then the Instagram thing. Again, I don't know, but thank you so much. And I appreciate you being here. Stay tuned. We're going to find out what happens tomorrow because I'm going back to PT. Christy Lynn Hanshi, AWOL Zebra. Thank you for being here and have a lovely day.